Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Soulvox Radio presents Evolve with your host, Robin White Turtle Disney. Hi, this is Robin White Turtle Disney. The show is Evolve, and I have a special guest today, Ambika Waters, uh, who is an energy medicine practitioner. She has the Institute of Life Energy Medicine. And uh, she combines her healing gifts with books and products and classes and offers understanding of energy healing. Um, she has uh, many, many books, 26 books. And she's taught homeopathy at Cranfield School of Business Management in the UK, Society of Homeopathy in the UK, and many, many other things that we'll learn about during this interview. So welcome, Ambika. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, it's wonderful to uh, get to know you a little bit. So I was just saying as we started that uh, we have a lot in common. <laughs> you When I saw what you wrote under your name, I thought, that's exactly what I write under my name. Author, <laughs> <laughs> energy medicine artist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and it's interesting how both of our art has to do with consciousness and the evolution of of you know being and you use watercolors and acrylic and other media what tell me lots of gold and silver i'm a i love gold and silver uh-huh uh-huh okay great great well um tell me a little bit about your work because you've been uh trained you were trained in the uk is that correct in homeopathy in homeopathy trained in homeopathy uh-huh. 10 years in the UK, and that's where I started writing and being published, and my interest was very much in the realm of energy medicine, healing the chakras and balancing the energy field, learning and learning as much as I could about the energy field and how we could develop more reservoirs of energy. Homeopathy is a great tool for that. I mm-hmm. call it the ultimate tool for aging. But I never combined the two. There was homeopathy was a, a strict medicine, and it's practiced in a very strict, rigid, traditional way in Britain. So they they don't they never even heard of the word chakras when I was training. They do now, uh-huh. <laughs> but they didn't then. And and so they were two very um, at the time separate paths. Uh-huh. But over the years, I've come to realize that they are not separate paths. Mm-hmm. One is a tool for enhancing. And so I developed the Institute of Life Energy Medicine 20 years ago when I returned to the United States and started this complex of, of disciplines, really, the discipline of homeopathy, which is pretty rigorous, and the understanding of the human energy system. Mm-hmm. Because I, what I came to see was that the chakras were just they were conduits for energy, but also for consciousness. And that if we didn't clear the field with the, the ancestral issues, our attitudinal um, misinformation, really, about the realm of possibilities, if we didn't empower ourselves, if we couldn't develop love, if we couldn't express our truth, if we couldn't think clearly, if we couldn't connect with the Creator, wasn't a homeopathic remedy in the world that would blast you into that level of consciousness. So mm-hmm. together, it's a it's very deep, very intense, and very beautiful uh, combination of, of fields. Mm-hmm. And we started developing products. Um, in 1990, I was a first-year homeopathic student in the north of England, and my tutor said in a tutorial, you can make remedies out of anything. And I said, well, can you make them out of color? And he looked at me and he said, color? <laughs> and he said, why don't you do that? It was a smart man. He said, well, why don't you do that? And I didn't have a clue how that was going to turn out. But I started having lucid dreams about uh-huh. these remedies that were made with water and theatrical gels um, put in the sun. And that is in quotes. The sun in the north of England um, on the winter solstice <laughs> was four hours of deep gray and um, 
So I did it. I made my first batch of homeopathic color remedies on the winter solstice 1990 and had no idea if they had any impact on the energy system. I had two classmates who came over to see me after I'd made these. And one was a guy who had a very stable marriage. He said he never fought with his wife. Well, who never fights? I mean, you know, come on, we're human. <laughs> Yeah. And he'd been married about 13, 14 years, and he said, oh, no, 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 we never fight. I said, really? And so I'm taking his case homeopathically, and he has a patch of eczema on each of the elbow creases of his arms, and I gave him a drop, a single drop of pink, homeopathic pink, and potentized to a 6X only. And he called me the next morning, and he said, well, you've got something there. We had a fight. <laughs> and the patches of eczema on his arm cleared up. Oh, my heavens. Wow. Yeah, but I didn't know enough. It took me another eight years to develop these remedies to the point where I could write about it. Uh-huh. I had enough proving under my belt. And uh, a very well-known homeopath in Holland was became very interested, and he said, We'd like to support you in your efforts, and uh, we need some more provings. And so I gave the remedies to other homeopaths to use, and they came up with some really fabulous findings, things that I probably would never have touched on my own. And I had to qualify as a homeopath, finish my studies, you know, register with the Society of Homeopaths in Britain, which is a very prestigious professional body. I had to have some credibility. Every time I would talk about the color remedies, the homeopaths would go, oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So eight years on, eight years on, I wrote that first little book called Homeopathic Color Remedies, which a publisher in Santa Cruz published. Uh, Elaine Gill with the Crossing Press published it. Oh, yeah. Uh All little book, and out it went to the world. And I started getting requests for the remedy kits and I, you know, one thing led to another. I started making the remedy kits and sending them to New Zealand and Europe and Australia and just different places and people started using them Uh and started getting wonderful results. But they were really chakra related. In my mind, these were, these were remedies for expanding the chakra field. Uh And so Every step was requiring me to expand my expand my thinking and understand how this medicine had been gifted to me, really, by the spirit realm, mm-hmm. how this worked in the human economy. And so I started really trying to put two and two together, and sometimes it was five, and sometimes it was three, and occasionally it would be four, but it was... It was um, a lot of study, and about six years after I did the color remedy, I did the sound remedies, uh-huh. which are incredibly potent. And then this past year, I developed gem elixirs, which are a combination of gem elixir remedies for the chakras. Then I developed holy water remedies, mm. and they have been outstanding, outstanding um, much to my surprise, a very healing. Mm-hmm. So we now have the color, the sound, the gem elixirs, and the holy waters for the remedy, for the chakras. Mm-hmm. And then over the Christmas holidays, what was gifted to me was the awareness of the, the links between the chakras, which are in Kabbalah, the, they're the, what they call the path of Dalitha, Mm-hmm. the receptors, and so now I'm working on developing that. Oh, fascinating. So it just keeps coming. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps coming down the pike, and I keep reading and studying and working with it. But we do make remedies. My company is called Life Energy Medicine, and we make products for sexuality, products for bone density, products for hair loss. We've got a whole range of products, uh-huh. which we put standard homeopathics, and the color and sound. Uh The interesting thing is that now the homeopathic pharmacies in the world are starting to pick up on our products. Mm, People are exhausted. People are tired. People are worn. Yeah. Fragile. They're 
they need energy so badly. So yeah. it's a good time for this work to to go public, really. Really, really. Oh, that's fascinating. You know, I also studied color medicine, um, color energy, energy mm-hmm. healing and color through Lily Cornforth, who was... I know who Lily Cornforth was. Absolutely, she was in England, and she taught me too. Yeah. Oh, she did. How amazing! I I haven't. uh, She had a student out here who taught uh, color healing, and I took this year-long class. And then Lily came out here and certified about six or eight of us. And that was the only time she came, and I adored her immediately. I thought she was fantastic. Wasn't she delightful? Yeah. Lily Cornford, I haven't heard that name in 25 years. Yeah, yeah, I studied yeah. it a long time ago. But uh, it, he I, taught me the cross of light in the circle of light. That's what Lily taught me. Ah, uh huh, uh huh. And talk about that a little bit, because uh, that's the the cross, meaning the vertical alignment of our chakras and the, the horizontal one with our arms. Is that what you? Uh, I had about? a client who um, for homeopathy. And she told me about Lily, and I called Lily, and we connected. And our understanding of color was very similar. It was We were very aligned, but she showed me this way of sealing the chakras that I use in my workshop. It's from head to top of the head to the base of the spine, across the shoulders, and then a circle of light around that. And it's, we use a candle when we do it in the workshops, uh-huh. or you can use flashlight or you can your imagination but that came directly from Lily uh-huh. and in my very first book I wrote I, I acknowledged her for that God bless Lily that's amazing <laughs> it's an amazing connection it's a name I haven't heard so long yeah that's yeah. a great connection yeah and she had such a weird wasn't she just beautiful she was a beautiful soul yeah because she was quite this was 25 years ago or more and she was up in her 80s when she came out here she was up there Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I, I would imagine she's in the realm of spirit, yeah. probably sending us both kisses today, <laughs> <laughs> and have a laugh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I wanted to talk to you too about. So you have homeopathy. You have this workshop coming up at East West on angels and um, chakras, archetypes, and angels, and I'm fascinated by that um, because. Uh, it's exactly what I teach, you know, and I've been teaching it out here in California for a long time. So I, I'm all, I'm always interested in other people because I feel like we're all part of the same network of uh, beings here on the planet that are trying to help the consciousness shift. Um, and I want to hear more about your homeopathy uh, because I feel that uh, this homeopathy is such a, a wonderful way to to help the body come into alignment. Can you talk, let's start with the homeopathy. Can you talk a little bit more about how does homeopathy work? Because some people may not even know about it. I mean, it's not that, it's well known, you know, in in the UK, but it's not as well known here in uh, in the States. And um, could you just talk about the principles of it and how does it function and work if they know? (laughs) Well, it's a, medicine it's based on natural substances but those substances get transformed into energy through a series of dilutions so let's take coffee for instance let's say you come to me and you've got your bowels are turning your hands are sweaty you you're an insomniac you can't sleep you're forever restless well those are the symptoms that come when a person drinks one cup of very strong black coffee so coffee might be the remedy, and the way it might be, I'm not saying it is, it might be. And you would take, I don't do this, this is in a pharmacy, you would take one drop of very strong black coffee, and you would dilute it in six drops of alcohol and water, or rice vinegar and water, depending upon a person's sensitivity to alcohol. But tr- traditionally, remedies are made in alcohol, unless otherwise specified. And it would be called a 6X. It would be six dilutions. X stands for 10 drops. So let's say we took it up to 12C. A 12C is 12 dilutions. C stands for centesimal in 100 drops. Mm-hmm. 
and there's a qualitative difference between an X and a C. But usually after the 12th dilution, everything goes into a C. So it goes 6X, 30C, 200C, 1000C, 10,000C, 50,000C, 100,000, up to a million, if you want. And that remedy goes in, and it works through the laws of resonance that it's, the dictum is like cures like. So we use everything in the natural world and many things in the unnatural world. For instance, we use petroleum. Petroleum is a remedy that will cure asthma. Oh. It will, now, it's a brilliant remedy for asthma. And if you think of all the pollution from petrochemical um, spewing, you know, spewing in it to our atmosphere, how many young people particularly are asthmatic? I mean, asthma in the UK was probably the, the number one illness. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it was petroleum. Not always, but nine times out of ten, I would say I used petroleum and those kids would just clear up, put their inhalers away, and get out on the playing field. So, yeah. you know, we use, as I say, everything in the natural world, every plant. Um, we are now exploring the realm of uh, sea creatures and seawaters. Uh, well, the color and sound remedies fall into the category of imponderables, which is what you can't see, like sunlight, like x-ray, mm. uh, color, sound. These um, have a profound effect on the human economy. And what that means is that we have a sensitivity through resonance mm -hmm. with the vibratory force of everything around us, every stone, every blade of grass, every leaf, every mineral, animal, and plant on this earth resonates at some level with us. Mm -hmm. And we have also taken the elements of the periodic table and turned them into homeopathic remedies. That was done in Holland by Jan Schulten, an amazing homeopath. And new remedies come out onto the market daily. We read about them in our journals. Um, we go to conferences, we listen to people who have used them and have had incredible healing with them. It's a profound medicine, which I must say, in my old age, is one of the great delights of my life to be able to teach people. Yeah. And I bring it together with the human energy system because I think it goes way deeper. Uh -huh. And it also means that if you're going to be teaching this, you, you better get the healing from it yourself. You don't. You can't take anybody deeper than you're willing to go yourself. So I think self-healing is deeply critical in doing this work. You just don't have practitioners who stand back and observe pathology or mental illness or neurosis in people. People who do their own inner work, are the, they make the best, best practitioners, I think. Oh, so that's I, part of what I teach. I couldn't agree more. I, I think it's actually should be a requirement <laughs> for every psychologist, you know, every MD, every practitioner, a nurse, anyone who's working with others to have them work on themselves, like regular yeah. seminars. Yeah, I agree too. I, I think that there really is no separation. And once we get clear about that, then everybody is working together to evolve. And yeah. And nobody does it alone. That's the other thing. Nobody heals by themselves. What kind of arrogance would that be? Right. We are all in this. We are in this boat together. That's and right. sink or swim. That's right. Sink or swim. Sink or swim is right. And I, I'm really heartened by your by your conversation here because I feel that you're speaking like truth that I've been teaching as well about you know how we need to approach healing. And it's, it's a very humble act because you don't always know what to do with a person. You've got somebody sitting in front of you. And my first thing is, okay, show me, guides, what I should do here, you know, if, there's some, if I get stuck. And always the answer comes through or the right combination of things or, you know, it's always amazing to me. So I'm sure that you experience that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to take a little break, and we'll come right back. Uh, this is Robin White Turtle Listening. I'm with Ambika Waters, who is a uh, energy medicine uh, uh, healer, and he, she works with the human energy system 
and with homeopathy. She's the author of 26 books, and you also have cards and decks and all kinds of other things that we're going to talk about. So um, uh, we'll be right back. Evolve, nurturing the new in consciousness, the arts, and culture with your host, Robin White Turtle Lisney. Evolve brings you people and ideas on the cutting edge of change, opening the shells of the past to move our culture into the now. We are all in great need of sustainable ideas for change. Evolve brings you the wise, the foolish, and the heart-based to help us meet the challenges of our times. Join us the third Thursday of the month at 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Evolve. I'm Robin White Turtle Lisney, and I'm glad that you're listening to my show, Evolve. I wanted to let you know about a new book that I have called Mosaic, New and Collected Poems. It's a a volume of 30 years of poetry uh, that I'm very excited about, and it's being published by Blue Bone Books. Uh, In addition to that, I also have Dancing Up the Moon, uh, Living a Sacred Life, uh, more recent books are Heart Path, Heart Path Handbook, and Poems for the Lost Deer. All of these books, uh, the last three books, are published by Blue Bone Books. I'm also an energy medicine practitioner, and I am a psychic and a medium. And I've been a radio host on Evolve for a number of years, about five years, where I interview authors on the cutting ed- edge of change authors who are uh, writing innovative things, authors who are exploring uh, new consciousness and also bringing old traditions back into the current time to help us uh, at this time of uh, the world. And uh, now we'll go back to the show. Okay, this is Robin White Turtle Lisney, and we're back with Ambika Waters, who has the Institute of Life Energy Medicine in um, Tucson, Arizona. And she started the School of Spiritual Homeopathy in Chicago and Tucson and contributed has contributed both national and international homeopathic journals. You can find out more about her teaching and her work at lifeenergymedicine.com. And uh, you have 26 books. My heavens, I'm an author. I've got eight, but the, the 26 is a lot. <laughs> wow, I like writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you find the creative flow both with art and uh, writing and uh, energy medicine? They just like, they, they just go together for some reason. You know, I try to stop, plug up one spigot and the other one sco- scoots out with more <laughs> information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. I'm at my happiest, not my most productive when I'm writing or teaching or painting or it's got to be something creative. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. So I want to talk a little bit more about um, the chakras and archetypes in your homeopathic work because that, this is such an interesting combination to me. Um, I know that, you know, homeopathy, I know through medicine, you know, through people that practice medicine. But then you're also working with the chakras, and now you're also working with archetypes. So talk a little bit about that, because you have this workshop coming up here at East-West that's going to be happening January 27th, right? January 28th. 28th. Sunday the 28th. Sunday the 28th, Okay. And um, so tell me about a little bit about that, about how, yeah. How it goes together. One of the things I do is I I do work with the the archetypes of the chakras. The second book I I ever wrote was called Chakras and Their Archetypes, again, published by Elaine Gill at 
crossing crest, bless her soul. And it, the book just took off and has been on Random House lists for the past 15, 16 years. And it's the positive and the negative archetypes related to the chakras. And the idea is the more responsibility you take for yourself, the more empowered you become, the more energy you have. Oh. So victims have the least amount of energy. And of course, the guru has the most amount of energy, unlimited energy, and everything in between. Mm -hmm. So what I do with my clients is I play a game, a very simple game. The circle is the zodiac, the houses of the zodiac, which represent aspects of our personality. And then I have a little pool of cards with the archetypes on there. And they, for each house of the zodiac, they will pull a chakra, or a, a subtle body like the etheric body or the astral body or the egoic body, and they'll pull an archetype. So let's say for the first house, which is the face you show the world, uh, you pull solar plexus chakra and the victim. And it would tell me that your self-worth, which is the main issue of the solar plexus chakra, is highly diminished. Now, the organs of affinity are the stomach, the liver, and the gallbladder. They're the primary organs that um, the solar plexus feeds. So they also have uh, an affinity with digestion. And it's not just physical digestion, the ability to break down food and take in what you need and eliminate what you don't. It has to do with the realm of ideas. Mm -hmm. The digestion is, it means if somebody has very low self-worth in this chakra, then they're going to have digestive issues. Mm -hmm. They're going to have gut, they're going to have um, acid reflux, they're going to have uh, high acidity in the stomach, uh, H. pylori. The infinite number of physical symptoms will correspond because they do mm -hmm. so the way to transform that is on many levels you can go at it homeopathically and give the remedies that are absolutely in resonance with the physical pathology but if you don't transform that archetype from victim to something a lot more empowered ain't nothing gonna change mm -hmm. that's the truth of it mm -hmm. And you, you, it's called maintaining cause when things don't improve. So you'll have maintaining cause showing up week in and week out, and you'll wonder why did I get the wrong remedy? Should I change the remedy? You know, well-indicated remedies are failing to act for a reason, and that's that the mind is blocking it because the body has no life of its own. It only responds to the mind, to the subconscious mind. When you work to transform that archetype, Everything starts to flow. I had a case recently. It was fascinating. It was a case of trigeminal neuralgia, which is the most excruciating pain. They describe it as hot wires that feel like they're going through the cheek and down into the tooth and the jaw and down the neck. And this person had, it was on the left cheek, and what this person had told me about their life was that they had been beaten, very badly beaten, by one of their parents as a young kid. And that where this pain was, was exactly, exactly in the place of where they had been clobbered. And it brought up a ton of issues. It brought up feeling they were absolutely worthless, that they didn't count, that they weren't loved, that they were abused and neglected, and they were full of resentment and hate. Well, that's got to be cleared, because if you don't clear it, that's going to pop out some other way. <laughs> you could numb this, you could take remedies for it, and there are remedies. And one of the remedies is called Bellus Perennis, which is a deep form of Arnica. Arnica is a remedy we use for trauma more than any other remedy. Arnica will stop bruising, it'll stop hemorrhaging, it'll stop shock in the body. It's the premier remedy of homeopathy. And if people know nothing about homeopathy, they should know about Arnica. But Bellus perennis, which is that little baby daisy that grows in the grass, 
it goes even deeper than arnica. And so, yes, that's a remedy for trigeminal neuralgia pain. Mm -hmm. But until the inner work is done through awareness, through forgiveness, through prayer, mm -hmm. through reflection, mm -hmm. until that archetype becomes something other than the victim, right. you will slog away. Mm -hmm. and, and people can lose interest. They'll go find another practitioner. They may go get some kind of numbing agent put in their face, which is, isn't dealing with the problem. When you deal with the issue and you are willing to address your own rage and your own anger about being used as a bouncing ball, you know, and, mm -hmm. or being hit. Mm -hmm. And finally, when this, this person did that inner work, the pain just melted away. It mm -hmm. literally melted away. Mm -hmm has not returned and I use the remedies that's what they're there for the remedies are great tools and they lock in healing mm -hmm. so I use Bellis Perennis in water where they would stir it and sip it every five ten minutes until they felt that that bruising was gone deep bruising but psychological bruising right well I find the same thing I, I also work with archetypes uh, I work with the inner heart uh, I have a whole system that was given to me by my guides around the heart path, I call it heart path. And it, I take people into the heart and they deal with the aspects of themselves that have been held back at that moment of the bruising that then needs to come forward in time saying, you know, that was then, this is now, and this is how we can heal it. So I also work with archetypes and belief systems because I find that, at the moment of the hit, there's a belief system that gets locked in, uh, like right. uh, I'm not good enough, or I, I I did something wrong, or it's all my fault, or something. And in those belief systems are what anchor us into the the trauma. And if we can unscrew that belief system and back it out, and heal that place of the trauma, then there's the trauma can be released because it's usually the belief systems that we keep swirling around. That I that I find are That's right. yeah. So I love that you're combining this with homeopathy because the homeopathy kind of uproots it from a physical, physical and yeah. also um, embodied place. So it really uproots it in a really clear and profound way. That's exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You too. I like what you're doing too. That's right. I think we're all dealing with attitudes. All of us who do this inner work are dealing yeah. with transforming attitudes, allowing more energy to flow through the system, clearing the channels. Mm -hmm. And it's really clearing the channels to receptivity to allow people to receive their good. Yes, 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 yes. And I think we're clearing karma from centuries of trauma and abuse that we, I mean, our history is pretty gnarly, you know, all the way through, no matter what country we're from. No, that's right. I agree. We are clearing ancestral karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you also work with angels and um, archetypes and angels, and that really got my attention because uh, talk a little bit about how you work with your guides because I'm sure you have a whole slew of them that you're involved <laughs> with here. <laughs> well, um, it's something that I've had my whole life. I've had this connection my whole life. And it was my agent, my literary agent, who said, you need to do a project on this. And I said, well, I, you know, it's very personal. And she said, just try it. So I did this card deck called the Angel Oracle that came out um, in 1995, and it sold 2 million copies worldwide. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> yeah. Just had wings of its own and started flying. And then I did... Um, done a, several angel projects and recently published a book called uh, The Healing Power of Angels, which is taking the archangels and placing them in the chakras. Mm. So because I, everything is that chakra model works for me. It just works for me. So mm. Archangel Michael is in the root chakra because he keeps us on the ground. He anchors us in this physical earth plane. Metatron, the angel, archangel of manifestation and measure, the right measure, the right sense of what and who is enough, 
rules the sacral chakra, which is all about, you know, sex, power, and money. So it doesn't get any better than this great archangel who says, enough is enough. Uh (laughs) I love that. The solar plexus is ruled over by the archangel Uriel, who brings us the light of God. And that's what that solar logos is all about, the light, our worth, our value, our confidence for life, our ability to manifest what we want in this life, and the ability to choose love, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, hugely important. And then the heart chakra is ruled over by the Archangel Raphael, who brings us the healing love of God. Mm -hmm. And they show the Archangel Raphael in the traditional old books, holding this enormous book, which is the Book of Life, and all the plants that are used for healing and all the plants that are used in herbalism that are used to heal. Mm -hmm. And um, I hope that book's been expanded since homeopathy (laughs) has come onto the planet because we use everything. We've got about 5,000 remedies that we use in natural substance. We use toxic uh, things as well because through the series of dilution, um, the alkaloids in poisons be- become transmuted, and so what you get is the quintessential energetic pattern of a substance. I'll talk more about that later, but I want to finish this with the archangels. And then the archangel Gabriel, who brings us the word of God, rules the throat chakra. Mm. And that opens the mouth and the throat and the ears to receive our goodness and to, and to receive our inspiration and our guidance. You know, I love to say angels whisper in our ears. We just need to tune in and listen. Mm-hmm. And then the brow chakra, I, I use the Shekinah, which is the feminine face of God or the goddess for the brow, and then ultimately the Christ light or the crown chakra. Mm-hmm. And those, those are just wonder, wonderful affinities to mm-hmm. the higher powers that work within us. Mm-hmm. And they help people. The, the book is... Got meditation and prayers and um, some exercises, and it's a sweet book. Mm -hmm. And I just recently had done another oracle called The Angels of Light, and that's done with paintings that I've done over the past, um, about four years ago, I reached a very, I reached a big block in myself, very big block, and there was a lot of loss in my life. Mm And I didn't know what to do, and I thought, well, I'm not going to give up my happiness for something outside of myself. So mm-hmm. I started painting, and uh, it just came. It, I call it spirit painting. I would just take wet paper and put watercolor on it, and, the, and it would fill out and with color. And the next morning, I'd come in, and the paper would have angels all over and then I would just fill them in, and um, it wasn't conscious. It was just following the lines that were there, and I did hundreds of them, and wound up having a big exhibition here in Tucson, and um, and then a French company bought them and turned them into an oracle. And they'll be in English. They'll be out in English um, in the fall. It's mm-hmm. called Angels of Light, and it, it's a huge thing for me to have my art and my writing together. Yes. <laughs> and, it ta- and I'll tell you something, that once that was done, once that project uh, was written and turned over to my publishers, everything in my life changed. Mm. Doors that I thought had closed suddenly opened again. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that was profound. And it was like something that had to be delivered. It was just... You know, when you surrender to spirit, you just, okay, this is how it is. I trust mm-hmm. that everything I need will be provided, and it was. Yes. And um, and I'm very proud, not of the paintings, I'm proud of the process. Uh-huh. Because a lot of times when you're in that level of spiritual process, which I call initiation, where you don't know what's up, what's down, what's beside you, who's on your side, who's with you, who's against you, you just have to put one foot in front of the other and trust that you are in the hands of God and you will be delivered. And Mm -hmm. I, I'm very grateful that for that experience Mm -hmm. and what came out of it. Well, and don't you think that when you have huge loss and you can get to the place of acknowledging that it's been a gift 
in a very bizarre way. <laughs> you know, that the loss has opened up something else for you. I, I have found that in my own life with loss, that uh, when I have profound losses, if I can if I can take that loss, be with it, and recognize, I mean, I'm a medium, so part of what I do is help people with, you know, life and death issues all the time. And what I, what I try to do is to help them uh, over time. I mean, and you need time to, to heal that. But really, the, our pain around loss is really about the fact that we love them so much and that there is love that is really at the heart of all of it. And the love continues no matter what. So then it can open up in us, you know. That the, the loss is really the illusion because we aren't separate from them. The love will continue. The separation is is the illusion. And so if we can recognize that, I mean, certainly they're not in a body anymore and they don't have, they can't interact with us. And there's grief in that. And, you know, when we can transcend that and recognize they're really right here, you know, like my sister is right here, my parents are right here, my daughter is right here, you know, that they they are all part of us still. And uh, I have found that too, that our creativity just expands and opens up <clears throat> at a certain point in order to help us heal. And what a miracle. I mean, <laughs> it's such a miracle. It was an absolute miracle. And when I was in the middle of it, I just couldn't see it. I just yeah. The only thing I knew was that painting made me happy. Mm-hmm. I had to do what made me happy. Mm-hmm. And out of it came probably the most creative, productive, joyful experience of my life. And I had to recognize that this was a huge gift. Mm-hmm. A huge healing gift that I was being blessed with. And I learned so much. I so grateful for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's wonderful. I'm going to give uh, take a little break now and be good. We'll come back and we'll talk more about your work because it's so exciting <laughs> how much similarity we have and how much uh, uh, you are doing in the world to combine these different paths, really, because people think about chakra healing and then they think about homeopathy and they're in very different realms. But you're really bringing them all together. And then with your art and the cards and everything, I'm, I'm very excited about your work. So we'll be right back. I'm with Ambika Waters. And uh, uh, she is a homeopathy uh, homeopathist <laughs> and teaches it and has taught and started schools of homeopathy in Chicago and Tucson. She studied in the U.K., uh, she lived in England, Spain, and Africa for a number of years, and we're going to be right back. This is Robin White Turtle Knee, and the show is Evolve. Evolve, nurturing the new in consciousness, the arts, and culture, with your host, Robin White Turtle Knee. Evolve brings you people and ideas on the cutting edge of change opening the shells of the past to move our culture into the now. We are all in great need of sustainable ideas for change. Evolve brings you the wise, the foolish, and the heart-based to help us meet the challenges of our times. Join us the third Thursday of the month at 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Evolve. Hi, this is Robin White Turtle The show is Evolve, and I'm with Ambika Waters, who is an internationally acclaimed author of 26 books on healing the human energy system. She also has cards, decks of cards, 
and uh, she's studied in England, and she has started schools of homeopathy in Chicago and uh, in Tucson. And uh, I am just delighted to have you as part of the show and on Evolve Ambika. Yeah, we we have t- started talking at the break a little bit about your books, and I want to hear more about them because uh, I think they're, you've got so many of them, and it's wonderful. You're sending some to East West for this uh, twenty the twenty eighth uh, yeah. workshop that you're doing there, and um, uh, your website is um, uh, lifeenergymedicine.com. So I saw the cards, angel blessings for babies. <laughs> so talk, talk a little bit about your work. Yeah, now That's a beautiful book. And it, it uh, was published by a publishing house no longer in, in business. They, they did a book called The Angelic Year. That is a prize-winning book for its beauty. Not necessarily the writing content, but it's one of the most beautiful books I've ever had the privilege of working on. And then they asked me to do Angel Blessings for Babies, and that, too, was wonderful. They asked me what kind of art I wanted, and I said I wanted all the Raphael Madonnas. Uh-huh. They said, you can't have that. That's a very expensive thing to have uh, in a book. It's owned by the Vatican. And I said, well, you asked me what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and publishers often will say, well, so how do you see this? What do you want? And I said, well, I like lots of gold. And they go, gold? <laughs> <laughs> It's the same with her. I wanted the Raphael Madonnas, and by goodness, they got them. And the book mm. is really deeply beautiful. Oh, deeply fantastic. Beautiful. Mm. And I get letters, a lot of letters from young mothers and parents and grandparents and great-grandparents thanking me for the it's a book of prayer, meditation, and beautiful pictures. So mm. that was fun to do. I, I like things that are illustrated now. But in the beginning, they were mostly straight contextual books, and mm-hmm. I'm always writing. So what I'm taking to East-West is Healing and Health with Homeopathic Color and Sound Remedies, which is a wonderful book about the chakras and how to use these remedies. Um, I'm sending chakras and their archetypes, the healing power of angels. I've got a few card decks that have gone well and then the kits the remedy kits the color remedy kits the sound remedy kits we have um, what we call a chakra balancing kit which is all the gem elixir the holy water the color and the sound in a in a little necklace mm. and that will bounce the chakra and then the gem elixirs and the holy waters the kits mm-hmm. going so that'll all be on sale at east west mm-hmm. I'll be bringing the game, the archetypes game, and uh, that's a, f- a free gift for anybody who comes to the workshop. Oh, fun. And it's an introduction. The workshop is really an introduction, um, talking about the chakras, talking about the archetypes and angels, and then I show, uh, demonstrate a very simple massage for balancing the chakras mm-hmm. and moving the channels, getting the channels open. So there's... There's a lot that people can come away with, a lot of tools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. That's exciting. Well, I, I'm fascinated about the workshop, so talk a little bit more about what you're going to do there. I mean, it, certainly it's an introduction to your work and, um, uh, and getting you know, people to know about it, but it's an all-day workshop, isn't it? It's, it's an all-day workshop. Sometimes these workshops are two or three days. Sometimes I do retreats for three and four days where people can get really deep work. We teach an online course in um, life energy medicine, which is homeopathy and the chakra system. We go through one chakra a month. And the remedies, I've got a book that I've published called Life Energy Medicine Bible for Healing the Chakras. It's taken me 21 years to write this book. Wow. And... um, but it's not, yes, I think there are, a few, actually there are some copies going to East-West. There mm-hmm. are some copies. So this course is now uh, taught online instead of live where people have to show up here in Tucson or in Chicago. We've got students from Switzerland and England and New Zealand. Um, wonderful, wonderful human beings. Mm-hmm. Just wonderful. Some of them are homeopaths. Some of them are medical doctors. Uh, they're all people who have an interest in expanding their knowledge about the 
the human energy field and how to do healing. And it's just a privilege to be working at this level with people. Mm -hmm. And I love the webinar, but we, we also get together occasionally uh, twice a year for retreats because there's hands-on work that doesn't translate over the web. Mm -hmm. And that's deeply private work. It, mm -hmm. it really helps people release and let go and open to their good. And so I will be teaching a day of that work concentrated in, um, into six hours as best I can. And mm -hmm. if people want more, they'll, they'll bring me back or they'll come to something that's on offer. Yeah. We also have pre-recorded classes on, on the website if people are interested, for instance, in just the color remedies. There's a class on the color remedies that's pre-recorded that they can purchase. Mm -hmm. And we have one on the uh, archetypes as well. It's 52 little video clips. It's, it was, it's mm -hmm. a long course. But it, if people are interested in that, it's there. Mm -hmm. And so I do these pre-recorded classes. It helps depending upon where people live and you know, we don't have to we don't have to get in our cars to get on airplanes so much anymore. Yeah. But one of the things that happened after that Las Vegas shooting was um, I've been sitting behind my desk for a good few years, and I thought I got to get out there and start teaching again live. Mm -hmm. That I was so upset by that that I felt that I've got to get out. I've got to get out and meet the public, not hide behind my desk and. Um, mm -hmm. And offer the best of what I know in person to people. Right. So that was a huge impetus for me. And um, yeah. and my first place is going to be East West. That's where I started 20 years ago. And I came back to America. Mm -hmm. I got a call from them, and they this book, uh, Homeopathic Color Remedies, had just been published, and they were very curious. So I flew down to. Um, to Mountain, well, to San Jose, and, and went to Mountain View, and it was walking through the doors of that beautiful store was like walking into the higher mind. That's yeah. all I could say. I was like, goodness, I am in the higher mind. <laughs> that was wonderful. And that's where it all started. Mm -hmm. I, I did a workshop there, a two-day workshop, and out of that, a two-year training developed mm -hmm. down, down in um, Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. and Fantastic. That just started, it started my career in the United States. Uh -huh, uh -huh, okay. And when it was time to get back out there, that's where I, st I, I called them and asked them if they wanted a workshop. And bless them, they said yes. Yes. Well, I'm, I hope you try Seattle and uh, New York as well, because there's east-west in both of those areas. And Really? Yeah. I did the one in Seattle, but mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm going to New York in um, April. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, they're uh, all owned by Ananda and um, uh, the community of Ananda that's supported by Yogananda and uh, his energy and light. So it is definitely a place of higher mind there. <laughs> so, it is. Yeah. Well, I think it's wonderful the work you're doing. I'm just delighted by it. And uh, I, I want to talk uh, at the last here about work with pendulum how do you work with a pendulum i just did a talk at the dowsers meeting recently and um uh, they're you know very much into uh equipment you know uh, dowsing rods and all that kind of thing which i don't do because i see energy so i don't kind of need them but uh, i found that they were fascinated by the use of the pendulum to like look at the chakras and things so could you talk a little bit about um your work with a pendulum, because I see that you do work with that. Well, one of the things is, like you said, if you see energy, you don't need a pendulum, but there are a lot of people who don't see energy, and there are a lot of people who need a very clear explanation of how energy flows. And so I used to work with lead weights fishing sinkers. Ah. I said, if you can move lead, you can move anything. And now, <laughs> now I work with um, the Blessed Mary uh, metals, you uh -huh. know, the the miracle, Mary Miracle uh, medals, so everybody gets one of those, and I show people how to douse the chakras, because there's this constant flow of energy through the human energy field, and the, all what the pendulum does is it just picks up on it. Right. And if you start doing affirmation work, you can actually change the flow and the movement of your chakra, and you can see it 
reflected in the pendulum. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great tool. I love working with the pendulum. And not with homeopathy. I need to make this one clear. When I started studying homeopathy and I was using my pendulum to get remedies, my teacher said, put your pendulum away and learn how to think. Ah. And I said, what? (laughs) What do you mean think? (laughs) And this wonderful man said to me, stop perceiving and learn this and learn it properly and then use your pendulum. Mm. And that was great advice. So I put my pendulum away for a long time, Mm. very long time. And I learned homeopathy. Mm -hmm. And I learned to think about how remedies work and what people needed. And then I used muscle testing. I used kinesiology to establish the proper potency, I will use that, but I don't use my pendulum for homeopathy, I, mm-hmm. I, and I encourage my students to learn to think. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. But I use the pendulum for dowsing the chakras, and it works a treat. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and yes, you're right about people who want the tools. Some people need to see the actual movement, mm-hmm. and to see how responsive we are to energy, one of the things I, I show people is hold that pendulum up and say the affirmation, I'm beautiful and everybody loves me. I'm beautiful and everybody loves me. And that thing starts spinning like a helicopter, you know, propeller. And then you say, I'm ugly and nobody loves me. And it slows down and starts going into a negative spin. I mean, that's the power of thought and the word. Mm-hmm. And if we think that. What we think doesn't affect the flow of energy. We are delusional. Yes. Absolutely yeah. delusional. So mm-hmm. I like to t- use the pendulum because it's a way of really seeing the power of thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, so we do that in the workshop. Yeah, fantastic. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. So you're going to be at East West Bookshop on the 28th of January, and that's in Cast, uh, on Castro Street, 324 Castro Street in Mountain View, and uh, that's coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. And uh, also you are doing all kinds of things, teaching online, lifeenergymedicine.com is your website, and uh, so people can get a hold of you. And you also are teaching with a young woman, Vanette Thorne, is that correct? Vanette Thorner is my business partner. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she works also, she teaches... Uh, she's a homeopath. Uh-huh, she's a homeopath. A homeopath and an artist. Uh-huh. And a mother of three young kids. And we've been working together seven years. We develop products together. We develop our work, our teaching work together. Uh-huh. She's an outstanding person and an outstanding homeopath. Uh-huh, oh, that's fantastic. So, um, and you have an oracle deck and angel blessings for babies. You have all kinds of cards and card decks and also uh, many, many books, 26 books. And the uh, remedy kits. And the remedy kits. So that's fantastic. And those are different homeopathic remedy kits. So people can find more on lifeenergymedicine.com. Uh, I've been speaking with Ambika Waters, uh, internationally acclaimed author of 26 books on healing the human energy system. And uh, she's teaching about chakras, archetypes, and angels. And uh, it's just been a pleasure talking to you, Ambika. And I look, I look forward to meeting you, although I'm going to be in Southern California during your workshop, unfortunately. But uh, I, I can certainly catch you uh, in other ways. So. Uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you. And uh, anything, last words for our audience that you might want to share with them? Well, just blessings to everybody. One of the things I'd like to say is I believe in the power of prayer, the energy of love, the strength of faith, and the promise of hope. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I totally Thank agree. Thank you so much for having me on this show, Robin. I love being here and sharing my work with you and wonderful resonance that we found we have yes yes it's it's kind of wonderful so thank you so much Ambika thank you yeah so this is Robin White Turtle Listening the show is Evolve thanks for listening thank you for joining us we hope you enjoyed the show this is Deb Carasella please join us next time for Evolve with Robin White Turtle Lisney Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m.